Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's your host, Great Ovia. You're welcome to this podcast, Youth Digest. And uh, I'm so glad for you guys that uh, you're here once again listening to this episode. And if you look at our previous episode, I've talked about the zodiac signs and uh, negative traits embedded in them. I know a lot of people are like, um, this isn't it, this isn't that well. Like I said, it's just a research and most people have, are free to have different opinions about uh, what exactly is the trait, the strength and weakness of a zodiac sign. Well, for those that are the football lovers in the house, like I said, Noob created an episode last month on the on September about the review of the top five leagues. Well, we're going to be talking about what's going to happen in Qatar on the 20th of this month. And with me here is... Steven. All right, here yeah, I'm here with Steven. I'm going to be discussing, I'm going to be asking some questions about what exactly you have to expect in this World Cup coming up on the 20th of this month. By my time, this is the 5th of November, so probably 15 days from now, there's going to be a lot of activities like in Qatar. All right, so this is just the intro part of this episode. I advise you to just sit back, relax, get your headphones. Because, well, I don't think you could need to write anything because this is not something to learn, just like fun and enjoy the cruise and how it goes. All right. Okay, so you welcome to the main part of this episode. So I'm here with my man Steven and well I would just like to start with a recap on what's happening in the champ yeah, what am I saying Champions League? <laughs> in the Premier League. <laughs> so um so Steven, what do you think? Like you know we're talking about this Nunes, this Haaland saga and lot of things, and also Gabriel Jesus being the top highest goal scorer for Arsenal and all of that. What's just see on all that? Um, thank you very much for this um, platform and opportunity. I think the Premier League is going almost as you know as predicted, except for a few teams and players. Well, can talk about Nottingham Forest, for example, which we all thought we are going to be, um, you know a big contenders for exactly for 10th place they are about about mid table but they are now at bottom of the table but for, as for other teams i think we all expected big performances from manchester city from 
the likes of Arsenal, the likes of um, Newcastle, and and Manchester United, I think. So, yeah, and we also predicted the the downfall of Liverpool, seeing they lost their one of their major players, yeah, Sadio Mane. Yeah, and, that was a very big loss on their side. So it's it was almost obvious that they wouldn't be as good as they were last season, and then we are seeing it now. As for individual players, as of course we all knew Haaland was going to score goals, but to be honest, to be frank, I didn't know it would be this good. He would be this good in the Premier League. Seeing that this is first season, uh, we all predicted Salah to be like the top goal scorer again this hour, at least among the top. Well, it's been quite difficult for the Egyptian and the Reds. Yeah, so. because actually I feel that that situation, since there's no money, like there's no competition, no urge to still push ahead. But in the Champions League, I think Salah, money, but I think they are one of the top like goal scorers yeah. in Champions League from Champions League prestige. And all that. Well, that's that's just how it's it's you know, all about the. League, the all and everything. But what about Premier League that is not predictable? Like, come on, Liverpool. Those I used to bet Liverpool has caught a lot of people's tickets. See, like a Forest and uh, also Leeds. Wow, that's really, really something. Well, that's on that part. Today we're talking about the World Cup. So we have the um, okay. I'm looking at the group stage for this World Cup. Group stage. Okay. Looking at the group stage for this World Cup, and uh, looking at the group stage, you see a lot of things. Well, if I'm to go to a group that I feel that a lot of things really happen that much, I'll look at Group G. Group G is looking okay. We have Brazil, we have Serbia, we have Switzerland, we have Cameroon. You know, everyone looking at that group like, okay, Brazil is going to win that group. You know, I don't know. Well, Steve, what do you think? You're looking at all the groups, which group do you think is like there's a show winner already that they are not going to be any contestants? Uh, I think um, Group C. Okay, Group C group with C. Argentina. Whoa, that's okay. That's something Argentina uh, streets. Uh, I think for now, the Group C uh, is it has an obvious most. Yeah, it's actually now. obvious. But you know one thing that I feel if the entry qualified, I don't know how they would do it to be in that Group C because. <laughs> Since the beginning of time, like I've been playing Argentina, anytime Nigeria plays World Cup, I don't know since I've started watching World Cup, anytime Nigeria is playing, we always have Argentina in our group. We all are. Also, looking at Group H, you see Ghana, we are, you see Portugal, we see Uruguay, you have South Korea, you know, we have a few South Korea, we don't have much because of the news you heard about Son. Uh, yeah, the fracture. And also, Group E, uh, I mean, I like anime and Japan culture, but um, Japan, <laughs> they, are, they are left. Like, I feel they have gone out already. Unless something something miraculous happens. Yeah, anything can happen in that World Cup. Maybe injury issues and... Oh, you can never tell. You can never tell. Remember the 2018 World Cup? We didn't expect Germany not to qualify out of the group stage, but... It, so um, there's a cost about this thing. There's a cost from... What is World Cup? Let's see. You know, Spain won World Cup 2010. 2014, they went out in group stage. 2014, Germany. They were there. They went out in group stage in 2018. Now, oh, looking at France, you know, you know, if you look at the injury 
the injury, like looking at the injury um, score, like we have a lot from um, France. We have Pogba, we have Varane is in doubt. We have Conte is in doubt also. I think there's some other players also in France that's also in doubt. You have him. Um, okay, Conde, Conde should be back. I think he should be back. Then, then you also have Tunisia. I remember how they robbed Tunisia in um, Afcon that the ref called the time before. <laughs> I can't remember the team that played against Tunisia, but I know Tunisia was playing that game that they robbed Tunisia. I think should be mad that the ref called and stoppage time before the 90 minute mark. That match was oh, a yeah. big comment. They are African footballers. You also have Belgium, Canada, Morocco, and Croatia. Yeah, Canada is a is team. Canada is also looking good. Belgium is looking good also, but Belgium, they are down the middle. Why not don't play for them? But I don't think they have their plans because they have the likes of Carrasco, Telemas, and Kevin De Bruyne, Lukaku. Lukaku might not play their first match though. He's still on injuries to coming back from it. Well, that should be what we're expecting. But let's look at the individual performances from players. Players are expecting to get golden boots for the World Cup. The best, um, most saves, uh, most assists. And what? We haven't talked about... Oh, Ronaldo fans will kill us. <laughs> You're not talking about Portugal. <laughs> well, Portugal also, they have a very good... Uh, they have a good I chance. Think, I think they, yeah, they have a bright job. Unless if Ronaldo can hope. drop away, he's, um, I know he's playing well, but he's not really at his best in mind. If he can drop that, that form in mind, you can go to Portugal and play well in that World Cup world. It's going to really do very, very, very well. Yeah, Portugal has a very, very good chance. What about Argentina? What do you think? They're going to win their group already. It's so obvious, unless Lewandowski does something. We haven't seen much of Lewandowski in Poland, so I wouldn't expect much from Poland. I don't even expect them to go so much far in the World Cup or even even the group stage at that because Mexico is also another good team and they've been performing and they have one of the best World Cup goalkeepers, Ochoa. So I think it's going to be struggle between Poland and Mexico. I want to sound wicked here, but I'm not calling it Saudi Arabia, but you know, in football sense, unless they want to go and do some some magic there, like some some hoodoo there that you can get, but in football rating there, I mean, Saudi Arabia, Iran also. Yeah, this group B, I'm seeing politics. There's England, there's United States, there's Iran, the Nazi wheels. Okay, wheels might not, but those three countries, you know, there are some kind of politics in that place between England and the United States like who exactly do you think because if United States actually beat England like in this group it's going to ring a lot of bill like you know football like the center of football right now is in Europe and can see England though when it comes to winning um, Champions League it's La Liga that has that spin but when it comes to football like which country actually invests put their efforts in football is England because England actually has more Efforts in football in the United States. United States has other sports to think about. You just like, let me see, just like, I feel just recently they started working on their first team, their football team, like they are coming up right now. So that group B is looking um, so. What do you think about it? Because. Well, I think it's. Again, it's, it's one of the groups that looks so um, undecided and unpredictable here seeing how England have been at their lowest form in the past few years in the uh, Nations League, how poorly they've played 
So I can't even say England are the top choice of um, topping this league or even coming second. Mm. So it's going to be a really tough one. Iran, I don't, I don't expect much from Iran anyway. But remember, Iran played in a good stage with Nigeria and Argentina. Um, that was uh, rush between two. No, 2014. No, 2014. 2014. Yeah, that's 2014. 2014. Yeah, yeah. 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 Probably the United yeah, States. Yeah, exactly. Because, and also one other thing is that there is a lot of pressure on Southgate right now. You know, there's a lot yeah, of pressure on Southgate true. right now. You know, because he didn't deliver what was really expected. Though that they he played, but they had a lot of difficulties during the Nations League. What I feel is that England has players. It's just picking the right one for the right job. Yeah, I'm not going to. Um, this any player that said I don't want this player there, but I believe that players that if given a chance, like I'm a personal fan of of Ivan Tony as a nine, though. Yeah, Rikin is a nine also, but Ivan Tony is on form right now. And we don't really we need players for England. Okay, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not an England fan, let me not talk like an England person, sure, but I feel you should pick players that are on form, like already on form, that's you not know, that yes to deliver, irrespective of what team they are playing for. We can look at we have a lot of nines in that England squad, they have a lot of wingers in that England squad, left foot of defenders in that England squad. And also there's something that Mourinho has been saying so of that um, all black players they should play for their origin, their black roots, that is their African um, culture, their African origin. They should play for those countries instead of playing for other like playing for European um, country. Actually I feel that that is going to help some countries, especially the African countries. But countries like England, countries like France, Countries like I'm sure that country again. I think it's related to countries that actually use black players very well. England and France, a lot of black players. If that rule is enacted, it's surely, surely going to affect them. That's why I like countries like Denmark and Cambodia. Most of these black players also, but very Denmark. If Denmark and Croatia look at their school, you can see a black player. Like all of them are like Croatian origin. Denmark origin. I think Australia also. I can't really talk about that. But if that relax economy plays, you start seeing African countries actually having a go at the World Cup. I think the reason for black players is it's uh, it's far it's like having something from the histories uh, during the colonial migration yeah, you know slave trade so in the end I think these players now like they are not part of these countries although most of them know they have roots in Africa but I think it's quite right for them to play for the country where they were born where they, they've come to know and I think there's not there's nothing wrong in whites and blacks coming together to play football as a team so yeah i think african countries if they actually 
um, take you know sports more seriously we can actually do better in football yeah but then we of course we've not been taking sports uh, high value in africa for a very long time now and that's why um we are so much backwards at looking at how the european countries have advanced in football yeah that's true because if even looking at if you notice even in african countries the the citizens of that country that stay in that country they don't even watch their country's league yeah moving myself i'm rid of that also because why there is no the technology you see in European football, watching your own country is like a downgrade. You get so I feel that African countries, yeah, we have talent. Come on, when it comes to players, to me, if I'm a manager, black players are the best. Like I'm not saying white players are not possible kill to, but black players also, come on. Any black player that is playing for other countries, notice they are always making waves. You see the likes of um, Saka, you see the likes of Santry is a black player, Rashford is a black player. They are all making waves in their countries. Mbappe is a black player also. You also see the likes of um, Pogba is black, Conte is black. I don't know about Varane. Varane is black, I mean. Varane looks like is black. See, they are all making waves. Conte too is black. So all players that are black are playing for that country. They are making waves also. So my advice is like, I think African countries can also like step up on their game. And even though at least something close to European football is because you watch European football, you see how good and how very, very quality so looking at all the groups which group can you liken to be as the uh the group of death like the group that's going to be like that would choke mm. i think that's definitely group uh group h oh group h I think group h group h yes. well group I think group, h. group h group h okay oh. That's looking good, but though we know that Loki that's Portugal because Portugal they have like they have one leg that's first position. They have one leg, but you know Ghana, the likes of the uh Tariq Lamti, Naki Williams that came over to Ghana, they can actually work something for Ghana. And there's even Ghana that took Nigeria out now, Thomas Party, that is shot that zero goal that's to cause out of the World Cup. Well, wish them all the best. This is all Africa. South Africa. So, talking about the highest goal scorers and the highest assists, we all. If I want to see my own shot, I'm seeing Messi on form. Messi is on form in PSG right now. Messi is going to get a lot of assists. I'm not sure of goals, though, but he's going to get a lot of assists. Well, rather my baggy goal, eh, my amount of goals also, but I'm seeing Messi bagging goals. I'm seeing Mbappe baggy goals. I'm seeing Billy also getting some assists for himself. Germany also has a little offset. I'm about to call Timo Werner because he's their only fast player up front, but he's injured right now. So we don't really know who would feel that nine position for Germany right now. But don't know. what do you think are they going to be the best, best um, scorers and best? Um, I think it's it's very. It's going to be difficult to judge since this is the World Cup. But a few things to point out: uh, certain players tend to score more goals in competitions like this. For example, the sport kick takers, the sport kick takers, they have a tendency of scoring more goals. We are looking at players of likes of, uh, imagine having to, having at least three penalties to take during the World Cup. That's like three goals. 
and then usually the top scorer usually comes out with six goals. I'm also looking at um, this person also, um, Ericsson. Uh, Ericsson is a midfielder, plays for Denmark, so I don't really expect so much goals from him. I'm also looking at uh, um, Karim Benzema. Yeah, Benzema. That's, I don't know if I forget that guy. If he's, <laughs> if he's fit for the World Cup, he, he's going to take their penalties ahead of Mbappe and Griezmann. And then, yeah, and he scores a lot of goals from outside penalties. So I think these two players have a higher chance. And also, the um, the weaker teams, the teams with less players, they are always going to have this target man who is always going to be scoring their goals. Look at Cameroon, for example, as AFCON. They had just one target man who was scoring their goals. Uh, so I think that's how it's going to be for most of these smaller teams or most of these weaker teams. I'm going to have a target man who is going to play their penalties, who is going to be the likely chance of, having, of scoring more goals ahead of other players in the team. So it's going to be a tough one. I don't expect Messi to come out top scorer. I think Messi is going to try to play from the midfield. Yeah. I feel he wants to go that to top, that 4 4 to formation to top. We have him more goals. Also, Lautaro Martinez is also another very good striker. Uh, he's going to see a lot of goals. And then there's Brazil too. Uh, Richardson. Uh, Rodrigo. Uh, a lot of good players in the Brazil squad. Uh, so, uh, well, I don't see the top score coming from Brazil either, of course. We have the number of forwards and playmakers. Almost everybody in Brazil is a playmaker, so there's a tendency for the goals to be shared among the top players in Brazil. All right, so that's that's a very very good review on the players, the goal scorers, and the players that will get the most assists. Well, we don't want to take much time, and I believe we have talked about a lot of things. Well, don't mind you, we are just giving um, a review. We are not saying this is going to be, this is going to be. We are just giving like predictions, speculations, what exactly we think is going to happen in World Cup. That's on the 20th of this month, you know. There are still going to be league matches. <laughs> Once the Premier League even did was that they didn't allow, um, uh, because the Argentine Football Federation, they sent to let out some like a request to allow their players to be rested the week before the um, the World Cup um, kickoff, but they didn't agree for that. So this period is very trying. It's a trying period for players because most players they don't want to get injured. Like they're like I had like Messi was most scared of playing. But the time I had an injury scare, I doesn't want to miss because this might probably be him and Ronaldo's last World Cup. If yeah, if you are actually talking being factual right now, this might be him and Ronaldo's last World Cup. So nobody wants to lose anything. Nobody wants to get injured. But like the latest injury of there was on Chiwell and so on. Chiwell was meant to start. Winner also, yeah, winner also. There's all those things like that is to like can break a team spirit. Like you really have your starting level and you see that something just happened. This guy got injured and he has missed World Cup like that. Like, what do you think about the timing itself? Because me, I don't, I'm not actually okay with the timing of this World Cup. I feel, I don't know, maybe because of the COVID, they not pushed it, or maybe because they said it's going to be very hot at that period in Qatar, so they shooted it to the ending of the year. I don't actually, I'm not actually okay with the timing of this World Cup because 
It was complicated to be during the summer, exactly like during the summer when there is enough time for players to rest and start training with the country and all. Not like when you are playing league matches that determine the effort of your team and you put uh, you put all your strength and you get injured and just to hear that you can't play World Cup that happens every four years. Like, come on. That means next time you play is four years. That is actually very, very something, very, very emotional something for players. I don't know. What do you think about the timing? Like, Oh, well, the timing of the World Cup is it's a terrible one. I believe it's a terrible timing. Uh, well, it's so many games to play. The performances of every team, even teams that started well during the season have managed to um, to lose a little bit of form since the likes of um, the likes of Real Madrid. And Barry Madrid had a, 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 a draw in their last La Liga game due to you know compression of games as now as well. Manchester City as well have been you know up and down in the last few five games. So it's been it's been really tough for every team right now. So yeah, the timing is quite terrible. I feel it's terrible for even football fans. Even football fans, because uh, I mean, it's there, you know, there is time where people around the world tend to have more time to um, for sports. For yeah, sports the summer is free, like a lot of things. Yeah, the summer is usually, you know, between the period of July, June, July, but uh, towards the ending of December, everyone is trying to, you know, business people are trying to, you know, Walk ahead, trying to reach year year goals. So it's it's going to. I think. Uh, well, I'm not saying there will be less viewership, but then people now have to, you know, go an extra mile to. Yeah, making sacrifices. All right, yo. That's that's all on our review for today. Well, normally I don't like my episode passing twenty minutes, but right now. <laughs> We're getting close to 30. We have to think like that. It's a review episode, like a bonus. We have to think like that. Well, that's, you see, we're talking about a lot of things, the timing, the venue. I don't want to go into political issues right now about what's happening in Qatar and all, but we hope it's all going to end the world. It's going to go well. The World Cup will go well, and everyone will be like, okay, yes, the World Cup is actually okay. But this is the first of its time having a World Cup in the winter season, but in that place, it's not actually like winter. You get so maybe just like consideration. I really push it to that place. But all in all, we hope for the best will. We also wishing all African countries going that Senegal, Ghana, Cameroon, wishing of them like success in their matches. At the end of them, even though Ghana really took our sports, we still support them as Africa. Well, that's all on today. Have a very wonderful week. And also don't forget by uh let's also get together more of this, more of this um thing coming up very soon. Also, before probably by next year, before the round of 16 starts, there'll be a, uh, a review on the round of 16. Um, every right time we have to draw, we see who and who is going to play who, and we know that okay, cross graph in mathematical experience, who's going to win the trophy at the end. All right, so just thinking about tomorrow's match as the Chelsea Arsenal, see what exactly is going to come off top. Is it going to be magic as usual from Harry Potter or rather Grand Potter or we're going to see 
Mikael Ateta doing his normal stuff. All right, that's a wrap up on today's episode. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for your time and listening to this extremely long episode. Thank you.